very warm welcome to a new episode of our Hamptons Boss Moms Conversations. I am thrilled that you're tuning in again. I am really starting to love this. It is exactly what I was hoping for, that we could have conversations with amazing moms, amazing women out here sharing their story, their hurdles, their wins. And today I'm very much looking forward to welcoming Anita Somayaji. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Great, thank you. Excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here because you actually are a Hamptons Boss Moms times 10 for me. You're exactly one of the women that I'm doing this for because first of all, you're a mom of two. Then you moved here during the pandemic and you started over. You started your own business out here. Let's start with that. Let's start with the business. Jewelry designer, we just saw that in the introduction. What does that actually mean? Jewelry design is a very wide field, obviously. What's your niche? What's your specialty? Sure. I'll tell you a little background on how I got to jewelry designing. I was first a jewelry buyer. I was a buyer for fine jewelry. And after I was working in that career for years, I had ideas for pieces that I wanted to create that didn't exist. So I started to kind of sketch and create the vision of jewelry pieces that I wanted to make for myself. That's where the design component comes, being able to have a vision of a piece and make it come to life. It involves a lot of work and it's the most enjoyable work for me. I thoroughly cherish every piece that I get the opportunity to make. Maybe let's go into detail. Those who only listen in, you will need to check out the website because <laughs> if we look at you right now, you're wearing one of your, I would call them your signature pieces. Can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. My signature piece that you're describing are these pendants that you see here. I have a few layered on. What I wanted for my original piece was something that was both personalized and then also double-sided. I created the shape with the frame and on there I have two different, I almost look at it as canvases, where I have two different sides to work with. All of the pieces that I design are using fine metal, so either 14 karat, 18 karat, gold or platinum and diamonds, gemstones like emeralds, sapphires and all of the birthstone colors. You said birthstone because it's not just pretty stones randomly thrown onto the pendant. There is a whole idea and story behind it. Yep, absolutely. My first pendant that I created, I wanted to make something that was to celebrate the birth of my son, my firstborn. I wanted something a little different than having his initial or his name, which of course I have those two. I love astrology and it's just something that I find fun and interesting. So I designed a pendant where one side has all of his star signs, his son, his moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars. And then on the reverse side, it has the latitude and longitude for where he was born. So it has the stars above and where he was born on Earth. I thought that would be a really fun piece to commemorate him and then also to one day pass on to him as something that I love and wear. Once I created that piece, I had ideas for others. I also had another child. I wanted to have a piece that had my information on it. So my line of jewelry just kept evolving and I kept adding and growing. I started getting requests from 
friends and family to start and an ed- editor from Harper's Bazaar reached out and also influencers online. It just grew very organically and it continues to grow piece by piece. I've branched out from making pendants to designing other pieces like rings and also keeping on that personalized note. For example, I had a client that has four children and the kids' birthstones just look terrible together. So she wanted something for them but she didn't know how to do that. I came up with a concept where you spun the ring and you get to see each kid's stone. It's always fun to take on a new project, a new client or a repeating client and come up with something new, beautiful and something that they'll love and cherish. So it really is very personal. It's a journey. Full disclosure, we did it. I love the process of thinking, how would I like it? And then knowing that it's being so personal and custom-made to my situation, my kids or myself. It was interesting to think about that because we were talking about my birthday. Do I want my stones or do I want my kids' stones? So it's a very personal journey and you got to think about it. The star sign idea in it makes it so very special. But you also go far beyond that. This, I think, is a good example. And we talked about this before. Sometimes people are just like, I want to have, I don't know, a ring with a beautiful blue stone. That's not a lot to go on, right? But how do you handle that? That's something that's just so much fun for me. How I handle it along the way, I have gotten some GIA certification. I do my homework on the stones. GIA is Gemological Institute of America. So I am qualified to be able to help my clients choose and source their stones for special pieces. In the image where the hand is moving with the sapphires, that was for a client. She wanted to have a sapphire engagement ring made, and I worked with her husband on it too. It was a joint process. (laughs) She does that a lot, by the way. The husband thing is a very convenient way to bring them in a little later. Have them feel that they're totally involved in the process and then you'll get a very pretty piece. It's a good way to go. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Do things like this all the time where it could be looking for a diamond or an emerald or in this case, sapphires. I work one-on-one and we come up with a concept and an idea and I make the piece come to life. I'm a little bit of a dork, actually a lot of it. And I really have a fun time reading about gems and collecting them myself. It's actually very addicting. I bought the stone that's on the bottom left and now it's on my hands. There you go. If we go to your website, there is, of course, things that I can just buy like this, right? They're ready. They don't have to be personalized or something. Or I could probably also start with something here and have that personalized. Yep. The pieces that you see, there's a mix. Some of them you can directly personalize from my website. You would give me the information that I would need to create that piece. And then other pieces on there you could just buy and I could send it right to you or you could pick it up. I don't necessarily say that they're not personalized because I feel like a lot of those styles are almost made to be done in a layering way. So you can work it in with your existing jewelry and make that kind of look and style. And in doing that, it becomes personalized. I love symbols. 
I have stars and bees on my website and moons, of course. And every season I try to put out something new. But being in the Hamptons, the bees are very fitting. I'm constantly having new pieces, partially because I want to evolve in my jewelry and style. And I love the concept of layering, where if you want more of a larger look, you can add things on, different textures. And in my jewelry, that's the benefit of having your jewelry in precious metal, like 14 or 18 karat gold or platinum. It's more durable than costume. You don't have to, but I sleep in it. I shower with it on. <laughs> it just becomes like an everyday thing. Absolutely. Yes, because I think so many times they tell you to take it off when you shower. And I'm like, I'm a mom of two. Do I have time to put my jewelry on and off? I'm happy if I can take a shower. Therefore, that exactly. is a huge plus. It is. Yes. And with costume, that comes with the territory. You have to be really mindful with it if you want it to last. But with something like gold, where it can be handed down for generations, it can take a little bit. Of course, there is a limit. Of course. You still got to take care of it. But it normally it. tests the mom limit. I'm normally fine. And if you break <laughs> something, I'll fix it. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, by the way. I know that from experience, too. <laughs> Just give it to me. I'll take care of it. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Let's take a look at your Instagram because that is where we can follow along. You show quite a few things. We can see the Hoppus Bazaar story there. But I have to say, when I looked at this, it first didn't really come to me, but then I looked closer. So can you please look at the followed by section, everyone? Because it says Katherine Schwarzenegger there, which you talked about influences. Come on. That is a pretty big influencer. How come she follows you? How awesome is that? Oh, it is awesome. I have had the privilege of designing for both her and her mother, and they are lovely people. Uh, Catherine, I've gotten to know her a little bit, and she's wonderful. And it's such an honor. Every time I see a friend, someone online, Harper's Bazaar, any person I see that has my jewelry on, every single time I am just so honored I, even right now i have goosebumps i literally have goosebumps it just makes me so happy and makes me feel like i'm doing the right thing something that i feel proud that i can tell my kids when well, i still tell them now they're little but they like my jewelry they just sit there and they're like i'll be wearing that my son did actually wear he took a pendant and wore it to school the other day which i had no idea until he came home proudly showing it to me <laughs> Oops, just wore a little Oops. gold pen into school. Oops. Let's talk about your kids. <laughs> How old are your kids? My son is five and my daughter is two, soon to be three. So I have a kindergartner and a nursery school child. They're a lot of fun, a lot of energy. And it's been a journey growing and working on my business at the same time as being a mother and moving here to Sag Harbor during the pandemic. But it's been a really delightful process. Yes. Moving here during the pandemic, I said it when we started, a lot of families came out during the pandemic not really thinking they would stay. So how did you make that journey? When did you come out and when was that moment when you realized we're not going back? I never thought we were leaving New York. I was very happy in the city. My husband was more of the one that was like, 
maybe we should get a little bit more space. I'm like, oh no, we're fine. They're fine. They're little. And then the pandemic, I was actually pregnant with my second during the height of the pandemic and we were in New York. And then I was like, all right, I see what you're saying. We can try it. And he's like, it's temporary. Let's move. And then we can always come back. So I was the harder one to convince to move. But then when you move to some place as magical as the Hamptons and as Sag Harbor, it's a pretty easy sell to convince someone to stay, especially once I started making friends and really getting to know people in the community, seeing how happy my kids were to have space and to have a yard. I do still say that it's really nice to have all the playgrounds around you in New York and you can switch up your playgrounds, but there's something to be said about having a swing set in your backyard. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. A a thousand percent agree. Also, obviously, your job is very creative and there's artists coming from all over the world to be here because there is something special. Is that something you feel? Is that something you use out here? Absolutely. First off, the stars, like I said, I love astrology. I love that when you're here, there's something about the sky and the stars. And at nighttime, it's like a blanket of stars. I don't even know how to describe it. It's incredible. You can see every constellation clearly, multiple planets. It's it's wild. So of course, that is always something that I look up and I'm in awe of. And then even the sunset, another piece that was featured in Harper's Bazaar was a pair of earrings and the colors of the gemstones that I chose, it was based or it was inspired by our candy colored skies that we have at sunset, the hot pink with the blues and purples. It's just so magical. So yes, to your question. Of course, there is so much inspiration here. And even just being able to go for a walk on any of our beaches and just clear your head to have that space to think of, oh, okay, I'm going to sit and while I'm sitting here, think about what I want to create, what I want to produce, think about a client. It's a great place to be. Let's talk about the community. How are you experiencing this? Because yes, there was a huge shift due to the pandemic. A lot of women, and it's funny that you say that you were the hotter sell because I heard that a few times, that the Mm -hmm. husbands were far faster in adjusting and being like, why don't we just do this? And the women were like, but Manhattan. And then now they love it here. So how have you experienced this? What's the special thing about this community to you? I would say it's a people. Of course, it's beautiful here, but I feel like having a group of people and friends, that makes a huge difference. Just meeting other moms, other people that you relate to and building those friendships. I think that makes a huge difference. I still do my production in New York. I have to figure out the logistics of still getting my New York fix because I go in for work. But yeah, I feel like this is home now. If you think back, let's say five years, if you would have looked at you today, what would you have thought? In terms of work, I would say that this is very much in line because five years ago is really when I was starting making my pieces, but really just for myself. But I knew that I would like to share with others and that would be a dream of mine. So I'm excited and I'm happy that I am 
fulfilling those dreams and I'd like to continue to build and I'd love to continue doing this. And then if I were to look at myself in my personal life, I would have been so surprised five years ago that I live in the Hamptons. <laughs> Just being honest about that. I would have been like, oh, no, that's not happening. So not necessarily that I wouldn't come for the summer, but I wouldn't have never thought that I would be here full time because five years ago, New York was the only place I could see myself living. I had always wanted to live there and then I lived there and that was all good. I could visit other places. Life is funny. So that way. my mind would have been like this eight years ago. Mine would have done the same. I was sitting in Berlin and if you would have told me that you're going to be moved over there and you're going to have two kids and you'll live in the Hamptons, I would have probably cracked up laughing and then went on my merry way. And if you look ahead five years from now, what do you see? Ooh, I see doing more of this. I don't know. I hope that my business will continue to grow and evolve and that my family continues to love being here and that we're even that much more rooted and grounded because during the first year, We were still in a little bit of that, not lockdown, but... No, that strange in-between <laughs> mode, yeah. Yeah. So I feel like I'm still getting comfortable, even though I am already feeling like this is home. I feel like in five years from now, I'll be like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll oh, see. We Ask me in five two years. Two kids in the school system, which right? is scary because I'm right there with you. Our younger kids are Oof. even the same nursery group at the moment. So yes, that's a scary thought, but it'll happen. <laughs> I know we'll have a whole new set of challenges. And speaking of, I actually have a child that's walking in the room. That's some of the logistics of working at home. Hi, Mercer. <laughs> we all have that. <laughs> Let's say hello to Mercer. Hi, Mercer. Hi. What are you doing home? What are you doing? Yeah, okay, go on to school on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Maybe you should go find Jovi. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, Say goodbye. Good to see you, a few more years and you can join, okay? <laughs> She'll be a boss. She already is a boss. Let's like wait several that. years for mom. She's Absolutely. already a boss. Well, <laughs> if you would have to finish the sentence for me, the Hamptons boss moms is, how would that sound? A community of like-minded women that are going through similar experiences, working, taking care of their children, juggling a lot of different projects, whether it's at home or in the office or in just the day-to-day -day life. It's a group of friends. How important is it to have this network of friends, of fellow female founders, business owners, just working moms? How important is that? It's extremely important because I think it makes you feel less isolated for one. There are other people going through what you're going through and can help you. They may have something to share, a tip for how to get your kids into summer camp. I never even knew that summer camp was as big of a thing until I moved out here. And then I was like, oh, what am I supposed to be doing? This is competitive. I'm supposed to be signing up. <laughs> It's January. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And it sells out in a week. What is this? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's a learning. <laughs> When I have met women within the group, there's a lot of common ground and a lot of things to talk about, a lot of fun, and hopefully ways that as the group 
grows and our friendships grow, ways that we can collaborate business-wise too. Absolutely. That is definitely a goal of all of this. Thank you very much, Anita. We will, of course, have your website in the show notes and everybody can reach out to you and set up those really fun meetings with you where you can brainstorm and see what would be right for you or just follow along with your Instagram. Thank you very much for taking the time and sharing all these insights. Thank Um, you. It was a pleasure. Likewise, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks, you too.